All right, welcome back, guys. Uh, I was out of town a few days visiting my folks, and this it's Sunday, August 2nd, so um, 2020. So before I left back home, um, of course, there was uh, some church pastor on the TV, and he was... Re- uh, anyway, Jeremiah, or Jeremy in the Matthews Bible, chapter 36... Uh, he was reading of that, but anyway, one of the things I started thinking as I've been reading the Bible the past couple of years is um, when I see where it's referenced, you know, didn't you read in Isaiah or whatever prophet or book is referenced, lately I kind of start going to whoever was referenced and just kind of read some of uh, the books that they wrote. But anyhow, so that caught my eye. Like, uh, but in the this is in the Matthews again. So the verses, you know, uh, it's in the beginning second paragraph. Which verses? I'm not sure which verse it would be in the um, uh, more modern Bibles where they're broken apart. Um, and I want to note too, I'm not a preacher. I don't believe in. <laughs> Um, um, churches basically Roman Catholics the Adventist church whatever Baptist you know and tithing that's been something on my mind uh, I was a member of one of the churches here it almost be, well became a deacon and the pastor's wife is saying oh you know you'll be preaching some anyway I'd started learning with the NIV Bible uh and anyhow, so here we are, I'm in the Matthews, but this is interesting because when this guy on TV, which I think they're all hypocrites because they basically, eventually they'll either start talking about themselves or things about them or their family. Uh, and then, of course, you know, buy the DVDs, buy, you know, send some money and, you know, whatever. Uh, but anyway, I'm picking up here in Jeremy chapter 36. And this reference is a prophet Baruch. And in the Apocrypha books, I haven't read Baruch until today. So I'm going to um, kind of, I've got the my Matthew's Bible already kind of marked where some of these references go to try and make the reading a little clearer. But I, I just, uh, I like reading the Matthew's Bible, just getting it from the source instead of listening to some man give their twist on it. So anyway, uh, so here we go. So it says, Then did Jeremy call Baruch, the son of uh, Neriah, N-E-R-I-A-H, Neriah. And Baruch wrote in the book at the mouth of Jeremy, or Jeremiah, all the words of the Lord which he had spoken unto him. And And Jeremy commanded Baruch, saying, I am in person so that I may not come into the house of the Lord. Therefore go thou thither, or go go there, and read the book that thou hast written at my mouth, namely the words of the Lord, and read them in the Lord's house upon the fasting day, that the people hold Judah, and all they that come out of the cities may hear. I'll just finish this um, chapter or this little paragraph, it says, Peradventure, 
They will pray meekly before the face of the Lord and turn everyone from his wicked way. For great is the wrath of and displeasure that the Lord has taken against his people. Uh, and it goes on saying, So Baruch the son of Neria did according unto all that Jeremy the prophet commanded him, reading the words of the Lord out of the book in the Lord's house. Okay. And I'm just going to stop in that paragraph. And I'm going to reference over, because this reference at the very beginning of where I started, it references over to Jeremiah. Um, I think it's 45, shoot, 45A. Just bear with me. It's Roman. I thought I had all my marks set. I didn't. So what did I mark? <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. So remember, I, I got tra I got off track. Okay, so Jeremiah is referencing Baruch. So what? when I got home after driving, I uh, somehow recalled 36 of Jeremiah. And then I see where it says, that Jer you know, Jeremy called Baruch, you know, and had Baruch wrote, wrote in the book at the mouth of Jer Jeremy or Jeremiah. So here's where we go. So I'm going into the book of wisdom. And if you find the Apocrypha in the King James, or I had bought one in my journey from the NIV version, hang on just a second. It's on my couch. I had seen this red book at like one of the bookstores. It's Cambridge University Press, and it's the Apocrypha red, and it says authorized King James Version. And I had read that, and it, it got me, it makes you kind of confused like the NIV was making. But anyway, I compared scripture to scripture, and this apocrypha that sells for like 20 bucks is not the same apocrypha that's in the Matthew's Bible. The Matthew's Bible reads a lot clearer. And in the 1611 King James apocrypha, the same thing. Uh, so anyway, let me read uh, the intro. So I read the first chapter of Baruch. Uh, so the title, it says, The Book of the Prophet Baruch. Let me get my magnifier. The intro on it says, Baruch wrote a book during the captivity of Babylon, which he read before uh, Jeroniah. It says Jeroniah. That might have been Jeremiah, but it's J-E-R-O-N-I-A-H and all the people. The Jews send the book with money into Jerusalem to their other brethren, to the intent that they should pray for them. So, all right, bear with me. So this is the first chapter of the book of the prophet Baruch and the books of the Apocrypha, which are missing and either missing or corrupted in later Bibles. Okay, so and Baruch did read the words of this book. Now some of these names, bear with me, that... It's J-E-C-H-O-N-I-A-H that Jeconiah, the son of Joseph, king of Judah, might hear. And in the presence of all the people that were come to hear the book, yeah, and before all the noble king's sons, before the lords of the council and elders, and before the whole people, from the lowest unto the highest, before all them that dwell dwelt at Babylon by the hold on 
by the water of Sodi, S-O-D-Y, which when they heard it, wept, fasted, and praised before the Lord, or prayed before the Lord, I'm sorry. It says, now this is talking about money and tithes. I'm still not exactly sure, but this, it, I'm just going to give you what I think this read out when I did read it. It seems to me like the people, instead of just reading the scripture and getting their own truth by reading, which is hearing, it seems to me that they decided to turn it into, we're going to pay you, we're going to pay the elders and priests money, and then that way they can do the prayers for us. Uh, you know, like just kind of bucking it up and just saying, well, pay the money like I think in the Catholics with the, oh crap. What was it called where you could pay for your sins? Uh, I'm not a great historian, but I remember hearing about that where the uh, people would take it to the Catholic priest and give them the money and they would buy the, what is it, penance or something like that to get out of purgatory or to get their dead family members out. So anyway, I think it's all corrupt when money has when money is involved in you know your faith. So anyway, they made a collection. This is after Baruch read the read read the word to him. It says they made a collection also of money according to every man's power, and sent it to Jerusalem and to Joseph, the son of Helchia. H-E-L-C-H-I-A-H, the son of Salon, priest, with the other priest. So they sent the money to the priest. Okay. And to all the people which were with him at Jerusalem, what time as they had gotten the ornaments of the temple of the Lord, that, and in parentheses, that were taken away out of the temple, on parentheses, it says that they might bring them again into the land of Judah, the ten... Tenth day of the month, Sibon, namely, silver vessels, which Sedekiah, the son of Josiah, king of Judah, had made. After that, Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, had taken Jeconiah with all his princes, lords, and all the people, and led, led them captive from Jerusalem unto Babylon. And they said, Behold, we have sent you money to buy you burnt offerings and incense with all. Make you unleavened bread and offer for sin upon the altar of the Lord our God. And pray for the prosperity of Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, and of Balthazar, his son, that their days may be upon earth as the days of heaven, that God also may give us strength Enlighten our eyes that we may live under the defense of Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, and under the protection of Balthazar, his son, that we may long do them service and find favor in their sight. Pray, pray for us also unto the Lord our God, for we have sinned against the Lord our God, and unto this day is not his wrath turned yet away from us. And see that ye read this book, which we have sent unto you, to be re rehearsed in the temple of the Lord upon the high days 
at the time convenient. Okay, I'm going to pause right there because this reference up in the beginning of the, uh, well, in the middle of this, it referenced when it was talking about uh, behold, we have sent you money. It references over to Jeremiah 29b. So let me go back to Jeremiah. So this Apocrypha book's referencing back out to Jeremiah where, but it's in, instead of 36, it's 29b. Let me just read 29b quickly. Jeremiah says, Thus have the Lord of hosts, the God of Israel, spoken unto all the persons, prisoners, I'm sorry, that were led from Jerusalem into Babylon. Build you houses to dwell, to dwell therein. Plant you gardens that ye may enjoy the fruits thereof. Take you wives to bear you sons and daughters. Provide wives for your sons and husbands for your daughters, that they may get sons and daughters, and that ye may multiply there. Labor not to be few, but seek after peace and prosperity of the city wherein you be prisoners and pray unto God for it. Okay. The next reference related to money is 1 Timothy 2a. Now this is out of the book of Barak. Okay, so Timothy. Ah, first book of Timothy. First chapter, chapter 2 and then a. Okay. It says in... Uh, 1 Timothy 2a says, I exhort therefore that above all things prayers, supplications, intercessions, and giving of thanks be had for all men, for kings, and for all that are in authority, that we may live a quiet and a peaceful life in all godliness and honesty, for that is good and accepted in the sight of the God in sight of God, our Savior. Okay. Well, it keeps going. Let me kind of read into uh, part C, because it's the same sentence. It says, which will have... Uh, I'm sorry, I'm going to back step. It says, for that, is, for that is good and acceptable in the sight of God, our Savior, which will have all men saved... And to come unto the knowledge of the truth. For there is one God and one mediator between God and man, which is the man Christ Jesus, which gave himself a ransom for all men, that it should be testified at this time, whereunto I am ordained a preacher and an apostle. I tell the truth in Christ and lie, not being the teacher of the Gentiles, Gentiles in faith and uh, verity or, or truth. Okay, let me come back to Baruch. It says, Thus shall ye say, The Lord our God is righteous, but we are worthy of confusion and shame. Um, now this references over to, there's something, I, uh, one of the references, I don't understand what it, uh, it's, it's G-A-R-V-E. But anyway, the one right under it references Daniel 9a. So let's come on over to Daniel 9a. It says, In the first year of Darius, the son of 
A-H-A-S-U-E-R-U-S. Assyrius, I'm not sure, which was of the seed of the Medes and was made king over the realm of the Chaldees. Yeah, even in the first year of his reign, I, Daniel, desired to know the yearly number out of the books whereof the Lord spake and spoke unto Jeremy the prophet that, hang on just a second, that Jerusalem should lie waste 70 years, and I turned me unto God the Lord for to pray and make my make mine intercession with fasting, sackcloth, and ashes. I prayed before the Lord my God and, and acknowledged, saying, O Lord, thou great and fearful God, thou that keepest covenant and mercy with them which love thee and do thy commandments, we have sinned, we have offended, we have been disobedient and gone back. Yeah, we have departed from all the precepts all thy precepts and judgments. Okay. Back to Baruch. It says, Like as it is, come to pass this day unto all Judah, and to everyone that dwelleth at Jerusalem, to our kings, princes, priests, prophets, and to our fathers, we have sinned before the Lord our God. We have not put our trust in him, nor given him credence. We have not obeyed him, we have not hearkened unto the voice of the Lord our God to walk in the commandments that he gave us since the day that he brought our forefathers out of the land of Egypt into this present day. We have been ever a misbelieving and an unfaithful people unto the Lord our God, destroying ourselves utterly and shrinking back that we should not hear his voice. Wherefore, there are come upon us great plagues and diverse curses like as the Lord hang on devised by Moses his servant which brought our forefathers out of the land of Egypt to give us a land that floweth with milk and honey like as it is to see this day Nevertheless, we have not hearkened unto the voice of the Lord our God, according to all the words of the prophets, whom he sent unto us and to our rulers. But every man followed his own mind and wicked imagination to offer unto strange gods and to do evil in the sight of the Lord our God. And in about the middle of this last paragraph, it references Leviticus 16, the whole chapter, Deuteronomy 28, the whole chapter. And I'm not going to read those. I read those earlier, but it does kind of coincide. And Leviticus 16, it almost, um, to me, it resembled almost the sacrifices back in the day there. It almost resembled Jesus' sacrifice with, uh, what was the guy's name on the... Barnabas or Barubas or something, the uh, where all the Jews and the priests and the men of authority said, uh, let him go and kill Christ. Anyways, 
Let me go back to Jeremiah 36 because actually I was sitting with my, uh, you know, my father here on earth and um, it pretty much, it gives some pretty conclusive um, evidence about the Bible being uh, wrote, you know, I'm going to just backtrack to Jeremiah or Jeremy uh, 36 in the very the very first chapter a or or I mean the first paragraph uh, it says in the fourth year of Je- uh, Jehoiakim the son of Josiah king of Judah came the word of the Lord unto Jeremy saying take a book and write therein all the words that I have spoken to thee to Israel to Judah and to all the people from the time that I began for to speak unto thee, in quotes, in the reign of Josiah, unquote, or uh, parenthesis, unto this day, that when the house of Judah heareth of the plague which I have devised for them, they may pre-adventure, peradventure turn every man from his wicked way, that I may, that I'm, that I may forgive their offenses and sins. This one references over to Jeremiah 30a. Let me just, I read these earlier today. Let me just see. Jeremiah 30a. It says, These are the words that the Lord showed unto Jeremy, saying, Thus saith the Lord God of Israel, Write up diligently all the words that I have spoken unto thee in a book. For lo, the time cometh, saith the Lord, that I will bring again the prisoners of my people of Israel and Judah saith the Lord, for I will restore them unto the land that I gave to their fathers, and they shall have it in possession. Again these words spake the Lord concerning Israel and Judah. Thus saith the Lord, We hear a terrible cry, fear and disquietness. For what else doth this signify that I see? Question mark says, namely, that all strong men smite every man his hand upon his loings as a woman in the pain of her travail. Whoso, whoever saw a man travail with child, question, inquire thereafter and see, yeah, all in their faces are marvelous pale, P-A-L-E. Alas, for this day, which is so dreadful that none may be likened unto it, unto it and alas for the time of Jacob's trouble from from the which he shall yet be delivered. I'm going to read into verse B a little bit. It says, For in that day, saith the Lord, I will take his yoke from off thy neck and break thy bonds. That's the yoke of Satan. They shall no more serve strange gods under him, but they shall do service unto God their Lord and to David their king, whom I will raise up unto them okay I'm going to go back and in that same first paragraph of 36 of Jeremiah it references uh, Jeremiah 18a so let me go 
I didn't plan on doing all this, but okay. So Jeremiah 18a says, This is another communication that God had with Jeremy, saying, Arise and go down into the potter's house, and there shall I tell thee more of my mind. Now, when I came to the pot, potter's house, I found him making his work upon a wheel. The vessel that the potter made of clay break among his, broke among his hands, so he began anew and made another vessel according to his mind. Then said the Lord this unto me, May not I do with you as this potter doeth, O ye house of Israel, saith the Lord, Behold, you have, behold, ye house of Israel, ye are in my hand, even as the clay in the potter's hand. Okay. And then it references, when it's talking about the next passage, when it goes, I've already read this, but it says, you know, then did Jeremiah call uh, Baruch the son of Nerai, uh, Neriah and Baruch wrote in the book at the mouth of Jeremy all the words of the Lord which he had spoken unto him. That one references the Jeremiah, um, oh gosh, 45, hey, I think I read that already. Yeah, I did. Uh, just uh, bear with me, folks. I'm, uh, you know, I don't. I had deleted my Facebook and Twitter and all that stuff back in 2019 and um, was going through some rough times with, you can name it, everything with life and work and, you know, self-medicating, basically. And uh, Anyway, I just took down all my Facebook, Twitter, whatever accounts I had online. I just uh, took them all down. I just wanted to get as many distractions out of my life as I could, so, um, uh, I'm just kind of reading, uh, when I see stuff, there were, um, there's some pretty good writings in this book, and it doesn't mean this, it never reads the same when I read it by myself, and just, um, when it, when I try and explain it to, like, my family or something, it just, it doesn't seem the same, so, um, I would just hope that you guys might uh, look out and check out the Matthews Bible. It's and it's the fifteen thirty seven uh, edition. Um, also, if um, I'll throw this out there, um, when I was with the Adventist Church. I mean, I had driven up to Maryland. I live in Georgia, and I'd driven up to Maryland for this uh, disciple intensive. And man, it was spiritual. And ooh, I could feel some spirits going in. Of course, you know, I read the Bible. It says, "Be careful not to worship angels." You know, like Satan's angels. And, um, I'd driven to. Uh, there's a big thing, three ABN, three Angels Broadcast Network. They're part of Adventist, and a guy in Illinois. Anyway, they had a camp meeting last summer. I went to it, and, yeah, all the preachers, they all talk about themselves, and just, they don't, you know, it's just a wish-wash of BS, if you ask me, reading from all different kinds of Bibles, Amplified, and 
you know, here, here verse, there verse, just to make a story sound good and to follow their doctrine. Um, and I did something called, it was called Strong uh, Men of God Retreat up in North Georgia. And I didn't even go to any of their, I walked out of all the, pretty much all the preaching, quote, preaching at the um, 3ABN camp meeting in Illinois. It was, I can't remember how many days, but hey, I'd go in and hear them and I, you know, I'd walk out. Uh, at that time, I just had my King James Bible in it and they were still corrupt compared to the King James because they were teaching out of even more corrupt Bibles um, and their own doctrine. Anyway, uh, but there is a guy his videos that got me when I was in, reading the NIV. This is up to you. I don't have any affiliation with him or not, but his name is called Walter Vith. Vith. His last name is V E I T H. And if you, he's got some YouTube videos. He's with the Adventist Church, um, but he has two videos on. I think it's called Total Onslaught. You type in his name in Total Onslaught. He's got a bunch of crazy stuff. But he's got, there's two videos, and it's, it's, they're two related to the Bible, and I can't think of the titles of them. One of them, something about the, it's the Word, and that's like the second one. The first one's about an hour and 56 minutes, and it's, it's related to the Bible. And he, he goes into detail on where all the modern Bibles came from. Uh, and it's very interesting. That's what sparked me to, go from the NIV to the King James and then from the King James to the 1611 King James and then from there to the 1560 Geneva and there to the uh, 1537 Matthews I think I think uh, Walter Weith, I don't I think he should have went a little bit further uh, and he would have found the Matthews Bible but um, anyhow um his videos, I think, are free on YouTube. And uh, the second video with it about the Bibles is it's the title of it is something about the word of the Bible or change the word. And he'll actually go through different Bibles and show uh, where modern Bibles have left out stuff compared to the King James. But when you compare the King James to the Matthew, it's the same stuff. Words were changed, words left out, uh, um, verbiage changed a little bit and the priests and pastors uh, they'll argue about the language of the you know Hebrews or Greek or whatever and they'll say oh what verb they can have all kinds of different meanings and all this BS and I'm going to take it for the guys that translated it from the original documents that made the Matthews Bible and um, I know for a fact one of them I can't remember which guy uh, he was hung on the Instead of burn at the stake because he was a scholarly man, they did him the great favor of just hanging him. It was one of the writers, translators for this Bible. I, I'm not sure if it was Tyndall, John Rogers, Coverdale. I can't remember which, but you know, look, I'm not a historian and I'm not a big Bible. I can't, uh, I'm not an expert. I'm just reading what I think is the true truth and Thanks for listening, folks.